What is up, party people? It's your boys, Brad and Skylar. What's up, guys? Skylar, you got to leave the house today. Uh, shelter yes. in place is over. It yes. is no moss here. So what did... Tell me what you did. What we did, well, had a date night with the wifey and the baby. Always got to take the baby now. We went, we got some t- some torchies to go, had to get some queso and a couple tacos. And then we went to the park because when it gets around 6.30, the weather is phenomenal right now. So, And then we went on a long walk. Walks are our way of talking and just spending good time with each other. So I recommend walks for anybody. Oh, yeah. Walks are a good time. They're just good. Yeah, your kids will complain about it at first, but mm-hmm. then I after the like kid. after like years, they'll <sighs> just they will. And we, I think we just got out of the stroller phase. Like, wow, yeah, a little girl just started. She she walked our last walk. She didn't Aww. she didn't get strolled. Sweet and so, sad. I mean, wow, we. I mean, that's a that's don't a big step. Carry a stroller around anymore? I mean, you're just beginning the stroller phase, but I'm mm. ending it. <laughs> so you've got it's like it takes about two years. I feel like to. Yeah. To end the stroller phase. I guess I, I see a lot of like four, five, six-year-olds in strollers at like theme parks and stuff, but it's like, listen, you got to earn your stripes here, kid. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to wheel you around SeaWorld so that you can sleep all day. Mm-hmm. I want you to be like, I want to put you in the van, the seatbelt on, and I don't want you to wake up until the next day. I want mm-hmm. you to be that tired. Wear them down. Okay, well, today we've got three things we're going to be talking about. Let's get into the first one. Number one. Chores. Mm, chores. Everyone loves chores. <laughs> They're just good fun. I've got a list here that are six ways to get kids to do chores right now. Really? So, I mean, get your notepad out, dads. <laughs> here we go. Number one, end the distractions. If your child is not doing his chores, you simply end whatever is distracting him. More than likely, it means his electronics get turned off. Mm-hmm. And they don't come back on until the chores are done. That's so true. Yeah. I don't, I mean, that's not even like, I don't even understand it's how not that's opening. That's not a mind blowing. Yeah. I mean, we knew that. Number two, set a time limit for chores. Now, I like this because I'll have the kids, um, Usually as a punishment, I'll have them just clean the game room because the game room gets, I mean, it gets destroyed. It gets really bad. Mm-hmm. But I don't fear anymore because they know how to clean it up. So They do. Uh, I'm looking at some messes and I'm like, this is going to take you guys, I mean, probably 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so if it's 25 minutes out of bedtime, I'm like, all right, boys, Sorry, y'all need right. to get started on this. And I found out eventually, like early in the day, they will literally just clean up for like an hour. Because they'll just like play, they'll just get distracted or something. And I'll just tell them, I'll say, hey, look, you guys got 15 minutes to clean this up mm-hmm. or you guys are getting in trouble. Yeah. Um, to get them to hurry up. But I don't know. I didn't have to do a lot of chores growing up. Well, yeah, I remember my chores did not start happening until I was probably in middle school. Other than just making my bed, that was a requirement. Make your bed every day. So that's what age? Um, I mean, that was pretty early, probably elementary school. It just began to be like a regular habit. Do you make the bed now? Yeah, like it's been ingrained. Like it's like oh. muscle memory. Like yeah, it feels weird to leave my bedroom and not have the bed made. Yeah, I am. I'm like the opposite. The opposite. I never was told. <laughs> and so I'm, I have no, ex, I, like my expectation is I don't care what the bed 
mm-hmm. looks like. I just want when I when I go to bed mm-hmm. to be everything in the right place. But my wife, she's like, well, you need to make the bed. And I'm like, who? For who? Who's looking at the bed while we're... It's true. There's no reward except, I guess, just the feeling of leaving your room clean. I think it's pride. Is it pride? (laughs) I think it's pride. I mean, there's literally no reason. (laughs) There's no no, like practical reason because even if you make it, when you get back in bed, you have to peel the sheets that you tucked into your pillows. And my wife like... Puts a death tuck on her feet. You can't even oh, yeah. put your feet past the edge of the bed without the blanket ripping your toes off. Yeah, there's not a lot of reward to that. But I mean, it. I guess it looks nice. It looks nice, but like well, that's so that's so vague. I don't know, and, and that's so just yeah, surface. It's not enough to drive you to do it. I guess the only reason is like make the bed. You know, keep my keep our bedroom door open while we have guests so they can just peek in. They're like, oh, wow, that oh. bed is made. These, they're like really nice. Those throw pillows. These are, <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, number three, use an allowance as leverage. Really? Yes. Did it, when did you start getting an allowance as a kid? Um, you know what? I don't remember getting like an allowance, like a set. I guess when I think allowance, I'm thinking you get this amount of money a week. Every month or, or every week, month, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that. I kind of, I, I didn't get like, I just didn't get whatever I wanted. Yeah. But if I was going to the movies or going to hang out with some friends, I'd ask for like five bucks or something. Yeah. But I didn't do that a ton. I started working like when I was like 16 or something. So Same. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get an allowance. My parents, we didn't talk about money though a lot. Honestly, yeah. I was a, I'm a really frugal person. And I was a frugal kid. I mean, I was like the kid when I was in elementary school where we would go to Red Lobster for like my birthday. That was like my place. Like that was like the nice place for my family. It was like, Mm -hmm. hey, we got something special. We're going to Red Lobster and getting those biscuits. And uh, I would not order a uh, an entree. I would either just eat an appetizer or I would not order anything and just eat off my parents' plates because I just didn't want to spend the money. Which is weird because my yeah, parents. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Pa- to me. We weren't like poor. We were definitely like probably lower middle class, but like I had no reason to. I was just a weird, frugal. Even now, it's hard for me to spend lots of money. Yeah, you take your time on spending. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm looking to get a, a pellet grill. You know this? Like, I really want to get mm-hmm. a, a pellet grill smoker thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably about three months into the decision of like, I'm getting one this year. I've just decided I'm not going to get anything else other than this pellet grill. And I'm three months into like researching it and I don't see an end in the near future. And so it's like, they're all so different and they're just expensive. I wish they would just get like cheaper. So will you be giving your kids an allowance at a certain age or rewarding them, paying them for chores? Yeah, I don't think we'll give them an allowance. I think we will, like even now, if they help us do stuff, we'll give them a quarter and they have a Ziploc bag with their name on it. It's Mm -hmm. very fancy. Nice. And, uh, you know, they all have a bunch of coins and then we take them to the store and they can buy something with it. Nice. Um, So, yeah, I think, I mean, you got to do something. I'm not just going to give you money. I feel like that's not... um, you know, I don't know, I'm sure there's healthy people that have grown up with an allowance, but mm-hmm. I just don't want them thinking they just get it automatically. So even now, I mean, they're six years old, five years old, and if they um, help us do stuff, then we'll give them a nickel or nice. some sort of coin. But yeah, definitely use allowance. Did you have an allowance? 
I did, but it was such a well, your small dad's a number. Money guy. It was so. like once a month, and it would be like three bucks. But that wasn't until like elementary school. But like in Cleburne, three dollars is like uh, that's, that's like, you, that's like twenty bucks. A, a three course meal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number four, create a structure for chores. Structure is very important when it comes to completing household tasks. I believe there should be a set time when chores are to be done. It's true. Evenings are usually the best time for chores during the school year. Mm-hmm. Because doing them in the morning just adds to the stress and intensity of getting to school on time. Mine was Saturdays when there was no school. So Saturday you, morning. Okay. It was make your bed, walk the dog. Okay. And then... Eventually, the one that got added in high school was mowing the lawn, probably like every other week. Okay. That doesn't sound like you had a lot of chores. No. Yeah, my parents, and then, oh yeah, we would we had a rotation of who washed the dishes after dinner oh. between me and my sisters. Oh man, I wish, you know, I hate washing the dishes. I it might be the worst thing I, in the house that I just don't want to do, but I wish my parents made me do it so that I don't hate it as much now. Yeah. Because I have to get into like this mood. Like once I start cleaning the kitchen, I'll just do the dishes real quick. Or if my hands get dirty, mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to go wash the dishes right now because I don't mean mm-hmm. I'm going to have to touch these nasty dishes that have kids' food and who knows what on them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's tough for me to to do that. Number five, don't use chores as a punishment. Oh, okay. So this red flag for you. Yeah. Red flag because I've already, I definitely didn't read ahead on this. Uh, don't use chores. Let's read this. Don't use chores as a punishment or as a consequence. If somebody misbehaves and does something wrong, don't give them a consequence of doing the dishes. You want your child to learn that a chore is an expected responsibility to be done no matter what. That's true. I mean, I get that. I mean, I, I think the game room is not so much a chore as it is like a, that's actually a responsibility you need yeah. to do no matter what. But I mess it up. So Yeah, I definitely, I wouldn't be like, you know what? You got to see in your class today, you're going to go mow the lawn. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I mean, I guess I would agree with that. Um, only use chores as a consequence when your child does something wrong to another sibling. In order to make amends, to right the wrong, they do that person's chore for them. Wow. I kind of like that. Oh, wow. I'm definitely going to use that. Yeah. One of the, the twins just start messing with each other and be like, you know what? You're going you're gonna to mow the lawn on when he's supposed to. That's, oh, wow. That's, That's great. Brilliant. Keep that. This is a great episode. Good content. Uh, number six, use a reward system. Yeah. I mean, totally. That's, I don't even think I need to really read on, but that's positive reinforcement. It works for humans. It's so true. It works for animals. I mean, you Most can train a dolphin. Creatures, yeah. Um, and like we learned on our previous episodes, you can train a rat to do something. <laughs> All right, moving on. Number two. Money. Mm. Money. We kind of like hit it a little bit there. Mm. But I've got 10 smart ways to start teaching kids about money. Okay. And I've heard some good tips. Out in the, we'll, we'll get there, but mm-hmm. I've heard some good tips on money. Number one, play games that have to do with teaching kids about money. Board games such as Monopoly and Life can be a fun way for kids to learn about money. Hmm. Do you play Monopoly and I Life? I did. My dad's a up? big Monopoly fan. Oh, well, yeah. You, you, your dad's a finance guru. guru so you're, yeah, you probably played all that stuff. We did. We love Monopoly. It's, it's a fun game. I mean, it, it's a blast. What was your piece? Did you always play with like the car or the iron? The I would usually get the little, uh, I think there was a railroad, like a, like a, a train. train. Mm-hmm. I was a train guy. Okay. 
I think I was like a car. I was trying to be the car. Mm-hmm. My family, we played life a lot. We didn't play Monopoly a lot, but life was mm-hmm. really fun. Because, you know, you pretend like you're an adult. Like, oh, you have kids and then you go to school and then you get a job and then you get a car and a house. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a fun. Mm-hmm. And you get to spin that. It's a pretty good sound effect for the wheel. That was. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we don't play a lot of kids kid games right now with mm-hmm. five and six, but we'll get there. We're, we're pretty big board game in marbles. I mean, yes, you can learn about numbers and numbers is kind of like money. You can learn a lot about life and from marbles. Uh, number two, take your child shopping. Oh yeah. No, that's definitely do that. Yeah. Clip coupons and let your grade schooler help you find items on sale. A nine or 10 year old can bring along a calculator to keep track of your purchases and figure out how much. No, I would love to see no one of your boys. No one's that. bringing a calculator. I'm like, put that calculator away. We are doing math in our head. You don't need. Oh man, that's ridiculous. But I definitely think you should take your child shopping. Mm-hmm. I mean, they need to know. Like, I mean, they just need to. That's part of growing up as a human. Mm-hmm. Let alone money. Um, number three, give them an allowance. I think we just agreed that you don't need to do that. Um, but I do think that if they do chores and stuff, then yeah. But I just, I guess I don't see that as an allowance. I just see that as you're earning money. Yeah. Working um, a job, sort of. Uh, number four, encourage her to save. Make sure your child has a safe place to keep their money. Letting them pick out a cool piggy bank or a wallet is a great start. Mm. I had a little piggy bank when I was a kiddo. Yeah. Did you name it? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't a piggy bank, but okay, it, but, but it held uh, money. It was, uh, it was my granddad's. It was like a, was it a coin sorter? It was like an old like way they used to keep coins in old banks. But it's like this wood yeah. thing, and you had a combination on oh, it. Oh yeah, and, I could uh, just totally see your dad geeking out on it. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Um, well, that's fun. I didn't. I don't remember having a piggy bank, but. Yeah. I don't see a lot of that. I mean, now it's like, who carries coins? Yeah, Except not really. kids. Mm-hmm. It's probably where all the coins are. Kiddos. Um, number five, take it to the bank. Go with your child to the bank and open up an account. Hey, now this is, this is bringing up a good thing because I've been talking to some people about when do you, I mean, just about money and like when do you give them like a bank account? Because I think some credit unions and some banks, you like you can open up a bank account for like a little tiny kid. Yeah. And uh and a lot of these places you can get your kid can get a debit card. Yeah. That's attached to that account. So I have so some guys I work with their their kids are like 10, 9. They have bank accounts, they have little debit cards. And when they go out to eat, so this guy I know, he pays for like his family's meal, but he, he tells his kids he's like, "Hey, look, if you get soda, that you're paying for it. I'm not paying for, really, and then what? The, he said, "There's his oldest um, at the very first time ordered a soda. Was like, I want Dr Pepper. And he's like, okay, well, you need to, you know. And I guess it's even kind of funny for the waiters to be like, we need a separate check for this um, Dr Pepper, and that's going to go to the, my nine year old kid. And uh, he brought it by, and he's he looked at the receipt, and he's like, oh my gosh, three dollars for a Dr Pepper. And uh, my buddy was like, yeah. It's that's how much it costs, and you need to tip, so it's actually a little bit more than that. And then his son was like, "I'm never getting Dr. Pepper again." 
That'll at teach a you. And I was like, yeah, that's genius. It really is such a waste of money. Goodness. What, soda? Yeah, you don't realize that till you're an adult, and then you're paying for it yourself, and you're like, man, I just spent an extra $5 for maybe like a couple cups of Yeah, you know, I've been three months off of, I didn't drink a lot of soda before Mm -hmm. these three months, but I've been trying to be healthier this last three months, down almost 16 pounds, no big deal. Yeah, bae. Um, And I just, I don't even want to drink it. You know, yeah. what I, mean? I feel like you get. There's a point where you're like, "Oh, I want to get. I want a sweet drink." Mm-hmm. For me, it's sweet tea, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm still gonna enjoy a sweet tea. Amen. Because I mean, that's probably worse than like soda is uh, for you. Coke is pretty bad, but yeah, it is not Pepper. a good deal unless you're drinking like 20 glasses at TGI Fridays, which you're you not, can if you're a kid. But yeah, you can. <laughs> Our, uh, I was on a date with my wife in high school. And I drank nine glasses of Dr. Pepper in front of her. Man. Yeah. I mean, it did have ice in it. So. But still. You, you, oh, it was... If I did that now, I would... He'd be sick. I'd be sick, yeah. I would... I wouldn't make it. But I do like that, giving your kid and, and even if, you know, take them to the store and they have their little debit card and it's like, if they want to buy gum or candy, it's like, mm-hmm. cool. That you don't even need to worry about buying it. It's like, okay, you... Do you have money in your account? I don't care. Buy it. Sure. When did you get your first uh, bank account open? Oh, gosh. It was, I was 16 probably when I started working. Yeah, I think same it for me. late. It's probably freshman, sophomore year when I got my first summer job. But I'm, I'm definitely going to get, I'm going to walk the boys to the bank and be like, y'all are getting cards. You're pro- they're probably only going to have like a few dollars in it. Oh, yeah. But they need to learn to keep track of it. They better not overdraft. Oh, man, if they overdraft. <laughs> if they start hurting my credit score. That's the one thing you got to worry about. Well, that's the other thing is like you, you give them all this freedom of like they have this card. I mean, they can literally buy anything, right? I mean, mm-hmm. of course, they can't buy like yeah. alcohol or cigarettes or anything. But like you're giving them this freedom and there's part of you that's like, oh, man, I don't. What if they just go buy a bunch of candy? But it's like. I mean, you you have to let them learn. Mm-hmm. Like you almost want to let them eat all that candy and feel sick and be like, "See, that's it's not worth why it." We don't do that, and or they just lose out on. I mean, it's just like lessons, and it's way easier now when they're buying things that are like dollars than when they're eighteen and they go buy a crazy expensive car that they shouldn't have. You know, it's like way easier when they're ten mm-hmm. than when they're twenty years old. I, I wish, I wish somebody had. Told me more about that. Um, okay, we went to the bank. Number six, teach them how to talk about money. Grade schoolers are often curious about things like how much someone's house costs or what their parent's salary is. However, they don't usually have a real-world concept of what that number means. For example, a child might declare that their family paid $500 for their house. Well, that's, that's ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, I guess you want to talk to them about, hey, houses cost this much and... I don't think that's super important, but I guess it's yeah. I guess it's somewhat helpful. Maybe high school. I didn't even think about houses in the, until like until I was like trying to find one. Yeah, I didn't buy. think about one either until until you want to buy one. You're like, wait, how much are they? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven, curb TV time. Um, I'm curious what that has to do with. While you can't control how much media advertising your child is exposed to when they're watching TV or surfing the web, you can put mm. a limit on how much media time. They, I mean, what does that have to do with money? Yeah, I don't know. Just curb TV time. Yeah, that's... 
I feel like that's just they needed. They had nine things and they needed to to add one. Yeah. Number eight. Explain credit cards and ATM cards. So we kind of credit cards hit this are a little critical bit. to know. Yeah. But definitely they need to be. So even older grade schoolers may not fully understand what it means to use credit. Um, explaining the concept of credit early and reinforcing it often will help kids mature into financially informed young adults who will be ready for the responsibility of a credit card. Yeah. I remember my dad talking a lot about that. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't get any, any talks. I, think I, had to I was fun fact in high school before I graduated, my dad made me read a Dave Ramsey book on finances Wow, because he's kind of one of the financial gurus. Yeah. and the was he? A, is he? Is his budget in envelopes and on the yeah. kitchen counter? And his main thing is like, it's it's mainly geared towards people who are in debt to basically live as frugally as you can and get debt free as as quickly as possible. Right, and then like that's he, his big thing is like yeah. don't owe money. Yes, and what's what's a necessity and what's really luxury? Right, and like. But I, I just remember the main thing I learned was just spend, be frugal, and then always have a savings account. And those yeah. were the two big takeaways I had leaving high school. Like I always want to have a savings account. And yeah, I mean, we. I mean, I was frugal to the point of like I would be buying like Walmart brand tortilla chips, which are not good. That dude, did you have those lime flavored ones? I oh, dude, the hints of good. lime are great, but that's not. I'm not talking about tortilla chips you buy at Walmart. I'm talking about ones that are like, I mean, maybe it was different 12 years ago, but They've, when I was living on my own, game. I had some Walmart brand tortilla chips and they were disgusting. <laughs> but I was like, you know, I'm saving items on like, I'm going to get this cheese or this cheese and I'll just look at the price. I don't even know what the cheese is. I'm just going, that one's 30 cents cheaper. And if you make a, you know, a thousand 30 cent decisions, that's... So who knows how many? What is that? Three hundred I mean, dollars? I don't even want to do the math. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, number nine, set a good example. Um, what you do matters. Your financial behavior will set an example for your kids. It's true. For example, never lie about purchases to your spouse. Mm. You ever done that? I'm not lie, hmm. but maybe purchase something without asking permission. Yeah, I mean, I buy things without, I mean, when I buy her things, I don't ask her. Yeah. Uh, we kind of have a thing, we had a thing early on in our marriage that was like, hey, if you're buying anything over $100, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. And anything that was like over $1,000, we would always sleep on it. So it was like, hey, let's go to bed and wake up and then make the decision mm-hmm. instead of just spending um, I guess if it was like a life emergency, we would not wait that. But, you know, we, and then even going out to eat, we wouldn't, gosh, we wouldn't spend more than, I mean, we were doing that two for 20 at like Chili's a long time That's ago. Good they used stuff. to have the dessert included. It's still good. And we would rock that. It's a great deal. I mean, we would limit our nights out to 30. When we, we went out, oh, gosh, once a month and it was $30 maximum. Mm. Um, so I can't, I mean, we don't go out to eat often. I mean, on date nights, I guess we, we'll go do something, but we, we, I don't even think we've been to a restaurant with the kids, which is kind of, maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad, but they don't probably know what it's like to eat at a restaurant, but it's like, can you imagine taking four kids? I mean, I guess kids are relatively cheap. I guess we took the boys to CC's one time, Yeah, but, but my wife isn't going to want to go to CC's, Yeah, but the boys will. What is the age? Yeah, I guess maybe when they get older and they can. Yeah, I couldn't imagine right now. Yeah. 
They don't deserve it. Last one. This is great. Teach generosity. It's not complete without a discussion about charity. Help your child put money in perspective by showing them things that or showing that th- that thing that things like the love of a family, having enough to eat and a roof over your head are truly invaluable. Mm. I saw something that we're teaching this guy was teaching their kid that it was spend, save, invest, give. Like that kind of four principle to a little kid. So you're going to spend some money to get some things. You need to save some money, right? And then you need to invest some money. And then you want to give money. And then I guess that's what it, generosity, but like they need to learn how to, yeah, we give money. And I feel like if that's something that you're not doing, like our kids right now probably have no idea who we give money to and who we support. And we probably should start talking about that. I guess that would mm-hmm. be helpful for them to know a lot of the generosity they don't necessarily know about. Mm-hmm. Um, but we try to like buy little things for people and be generous with their money. So it's a great, great list going on. Number three, number three, brushing your teeth. I've got five fun ways to get your kids to brush their teeth. Skylar. Oh boy. Did you brush your teeth when you were a kid? Uh, I was not like a, uh, I wasn't a twice a day guy, but Ooh. I was a once a day guy, but obviously since becoming an adult, I've been corrected in my ways. Oh, okay. I wasn't a clean freak though, honestly, but I didn't get any cavities growing up because yeah, I don't think I got any until like high school. I think I've learned that a lot of people, it's like genetic. Like yeah. there's people that are more genetically, I don't know, likely to yeah. get cavities. And the, so like my wife, she can brush her teeth. She brushes her teeth. So I don't brush my teeth twice a day. Uh, there's times where I do, or if I eat something weird. Yeah. But Arlen, I mean, she'll brush her teeth till her gums, gums are, are gone. And then she'll go in and get a couple cavities. And I'm like, listen, I didn't brush my teeth in like middle school, high school. Like my mom just didn't make me brush my teeth. I probably did occasionally, but I had so much freaking teeth work. Once I was an adult, I mean, thousands of dollars Dang. that insurance had to pay, but it was miserable. And I would just tell dentists, I'm like, look, my parents didn't make me brush my teeth. Don't judge me. Okay. <laughs> I would have done it, but I actually think I'm genetically, I feel like I'm, cause then once I started, I like, I haven't had a cavity. Mm-hmm. I haven't had things. It's just my first 20 years of life when I didn't, you know, I had a lot of work to do, mm-hmm. but my, uh, we did not, it was not a, I did. I was not brought up with a teeth brusher, but now we're like, I don't want to pay for that. I don't want my kids to have to pay for that when they're older. I'm like, mm-hmm. we're, we're doing it now. Y'all are brushing your teeth, and we even got them a little, little like motorized uh, oh. toothbrush for them. So they have like different little toothbrush Dang. heads that we put on the thing, and then brush their teeth with that. That's so they, I mean, it's pretty cheap. It's not like a you know Oral B three thousand mm-hmm. for kids. All right, number one, start the oral hygiene early. It's never too early to make brushing and flossing a part of their morning and nightly routines. You hear that, dads? It's Mm. never too early. During infancy, which you probably know this, you have to wipe down their gums nightly with a soft, damp cloth. Did you know that? I didn't know. They don't even have teeth, and you need to do that. I don't understand it. Switch to a toothbrush when their teeth come in, usually around six months, and floss once Teeth start touching, typically around two or three. Yeesh. And then you take them to the dentist by their first birthday. 
regardless of how many teeth they have. Hmm. Yeah, you have to like gum wipe kit babies. Wow. It doesn't even make sense. It's like, That's what are insane. you doing? Why? Why are you doing that? I don't know. I'm not a dentist. Number two, set a good example. When it comes to teaching good dental hygiene, practice what you preach. A child emulates whatever a parent is doing. It's true. Yeah, they don't, I mean, they're not even staying up late enough for, to watch me brush my teeth. So I don't, unless you brush your teeth with them. Do it in front of them. But it's a key to replication. It's like, then when you go to snack town when they're in bed, then you got to rebrush. It's but, true. I mean, I do. But not I, if you don't care. I feel like that works. <laughs> I feel like that works in general. You want to set a good example for your kids in everything you do. You uh-huh. know? It's true. Uh, ooh, this one's fun. Turn toothbrushing into a game. Whether you're 6 or 66, dentists recommend brushing teeth twice a day, blah, blah, blah. The longer you brush, the more plaque you remove. Try one of these creative games. Here we go. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Brush during commercial break. During each 30-second commercial, have your child brush a quadrant of their mouth. Quadrants. Listen, if you're brushing for two minutes, who really does quadrant? Quadrantal. Yeah. Fl- you know what I mean? You're just doing a... You're doing the whole thing for two minutes and you're just slowly going around like, are you doing quadrant or are you doing top half for a minute? I don't know. I feel like you can't keep track of that. Well, Kaylee, she's pretty meticulous as well, but for the average boy or guy, I don't think so. Yeah. This one is set a timer, play their favorite song. The free app Brush DJ plays tunes in your library for two minutes and bonus lets you set reminders to brush twice a day. Huh. So there's a little app that you can, it'll just take two minutes of your favorite song. That sounds fun. I'll take a look I heard there's that. an app called Chompers for kids, dads out there, little kids. I don't, we don't use it, but I have a friend that, I guess it plays like a fun song for kids um, for two minutes for them to brush their teeth. I don't know. Check it out. Called Chompers. Number four, tell a story. Um, when they're, there were animals hiding in their teeth. The kids popped their mouths wide open. Now the children choose which animal to go after each night, and it darts all over the teeth and tongue while their mom or dad chases it with a toothbrush. At the end, she hands the brush to each child and tells them to finish the chase. <laughs> These are creative. That's, I'll give them that. That is creative. Um, you can also try reading an age-appropriate book about taking care of your teeth or letting your child practice brushing their stuffed animal's teeth. <laughs> that sounds like fun. It's, it's starting to, to do that. It's getting a stretch. We're stretching. Yeah. What we can do. I mean, you. There's just a point where you say you got to. You do just it. brush your teeth, kid. Yeah. You know, or I'm gonna. Or what we do is I brush their teeth. Yeah. And then I've let them brush that. for a little bit, but it's like I don't trust them to brush. They'll brush their teeth for like ten seconds. That's true. And they're definitely not quadrantal brushing. <laughs> no. uh, this is the last one. Choose the right tools. Opt for age-appropriate tools such as toddler toothbrushes, flossers without sharp edges, and power toothbrushes, which experts say mimic little circles for accurate brushing. Hmm. Small kids don't have manual dexterity. Power toothbrush gives kids the boost to get that plaque off. Get it. That's fun. Yeah. What do you think about kids getting in the flossing game? I mean... We... we, Yeah. My wife, yeah, makes them floss. Yeah, I just she got even into has a little, little sticks, but I can't do the actual. That stuff's yeah. She she has like a little uh, the thing that the hygienist before you see the dentist mm-hmm. is like scraping your teeth. Oh, she got yeah. some of those. Kaylee has those too. She'll scrape chunks off the kids' teeth. 
Yeah, something. I don't know. I'm thankful they want to do that, but yeah. I know I'm just like, oof. listen, I'll do something else that <laughs> you don't want to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully, I I don't mind it as much, but mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's it, man. Brushing teeth. I mean, I do brush my teeth every day now. So I'm proud of you. For but that. I didn't for the first 20 years of my life. Yeah, and it and it it was embarrassing. So, and I have the pain tolerance of like a tiny child. Mm. So it was. It took me. I mean, I'm still, I'm still in the middle of it. So you just never know. Well, that's that's our episode. Join us next week. We're gonna bring up some more stuff, some more tips, some more fun things. Make sure to give us a question. You can email us at two average dads at gmail dot com. We'd love to answer your questions on a future episode. Um, I know that they're compiling right now. Mm-hmm. And so, or or you can reach out to us on yeah. You can follow us on Instagram at Two Average Dads Podcast. Um, feel free to give us a follow. Um, check out our our quotes from our podcast, and uh, if you have any questions, you can reach out through Instagram as well. Yeah, just slide in our DMs, mm-hmm. and we'll we'd love to chat and and answer your any questions you got. So, we'll see you next week, later, Gators.